live from Studio 3, this is Packaging Today with Emilio Matos, Adam Peake, and Corey Connors. Yo, what's up everybody? It's uh, Monday morning, July 10th. We're talking about packaging today. That's right. We Our got uh, Corey Connors at Corrugated and Sustainable Packaging Podcast. Good morning. Yep. He's uh, all over the TikToks. And then uh, we got Adam Peak, packagingpastor.com, uh, <laughs> People of Packaging Podcast. All the uh, P's. So many. That's right. So many. I just need to sell polypropylene. Like the president of polypropylene <laughs> and the packaging pastor from the People of Packaging Podcast. Professor Peak, everybody. Be like, That's right, wow, man. So many peas. <laughs> and then you got me, Evelio Matos. Evelio Matos. Yeah. From uh, Packaging Unboxed. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can check me out on, I don't know, on threads. I got like three followers on threads now. Oh, doesn't. You guys, you guys all over this thing? Wait, can I tell you the best, yeah. the best tweet was from Wendy's? They said. Yeah. <sighs> this morning? I don't know. They said something like, uh, we when we first saw Threads, we thought it was a secondhand store, and then we realized it's just a place for secondhand tweets. <laughs> That's pretty good because you know what? This morning I was looking at it, and I'm seeing you know I'm seeing memes that I've seen all over the place for the last you know few years. People are just recycling their old. It's recycling. Yeah, it's, it's great for the environment. Yeah, it's upcycling. It's probably yeah. not great for the environment. I mean, it just is more <laughs> computer power for yeah, more servers. For just oh, a, a totally unnecessary, wrong. completely unnecessary social media platform that's just like, well, because we can, we're going to do it. Yeah, for sure. Like their, uh, their post this morning was Night of, Night of Living Threads. <laughs> yeah, just doesn't stop. No, I'm not on. I saw you both got on it and I thought, thankfully, they've already got the corner on packaging content on Threads handled. Yeah, I don't need to come in. <laughs> and uh i yeah i'm just yeah it's another i can't this is one more thing to suck time out of your life no but yeah not so so if you guys are if anybody's on on threads go ahead and post on here we got uh we got jq coming in hey jq what's up man this guy was born in a vat of plastic yeah. um it's incredible it's yeah. like a superhero story seriously yeah, he emerged from it, and then they were like, "What's your superhero power?" And he was like, "PFAS." <laughs> He's like, on, "Polypropylene." I go on for <laughs> like that. I can live forever. <laughs> <laughs> the forever uh, uh, packaging jokes just never. Oh, terrible, man! They're so bad. Uh, we got Tarif. Good morning, man. Good afternoon. Good, good evening. Good evening. Oh, yeah, where where is everybody listening in from? I appreciate it. We got Hugh. Hugh, I was all right. I got a question for Hugh. Hey, Hugh. I got a question for, for Hugh. For me or for? <laughs> oh, got Boom. Hey, oh. All right. I bought the biggest jug of maple syrup. It's like this <laughs> organic, blah, 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 maple syrup. Super mm. dark. I don't know. Canadian. Do you, are you supposed to refrigerate maple syrup? And I'm asking Hugh because Hugh was born in a vat of maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> so just let me know in the comments, Hugh. Because um, I don't have any room in my fridge for this gigantic packaging <laughs> <laughs> bottle of uh, maple syrup. We got Lumbani coming in. Um, check out Lumbani. He does some amazing stuff with pack with plastic. Hey, He's turning it into bricks um, and reselling that, building a business out there. Um, Amy, 
All right, we got we got the UK. Let's see how far we can get. We got um, UK. Love it. Brandon Jones. Hello, Governor. That's my best. We <laughs> got Twin Cities. <laughs> so thanks, guys. Appreciate you hopping on here. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's never. He didn't hear this in like third grade or never. second grade ever. <laughs> never. Um, after uh -oh. you open it, it must be refrigerated. All right, what a bummer. I need to get like a secondary fridge. <laughs> I'll put it in my wine fridge. <laughs> you get a kegerator and and like have a tap for it. Yeah, just cool. my kid can just run there, waffle underneath there. It'd be sweet. That'd be great. It'd be like the La Quinta. The La Quinta Inn has those like automatic <laughs> things. Corey is not the best. I think what? there's two people here that uh, top three at least would debate. Top three. Yeah, top yeah. three. Hey, <laughs> we, thanks, Dan. And my good friend worked at, at with with me for a long time. She's amazing. Nice. We got Moon in Canada. We got uh, Tennessee coming in. A maple dude. The Liquid Death came out with a Liquid Death fridge. Mm. Oh, you really? Guys need, you guys need to come up with this. Smart. Hundred yeah. percent. We missed. All right. You. We missed you too, Cam. Where you been? Yeah. Sam. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, guys. Wait, we've got uh, Sarah from uh, Uganda. Nice. Oh, the winner, furthest away. Hi, Sarah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Lumbani might be. Yeah, Lumbani might be a little bit, a little bit further. Oh. And further from who? I mean, mm. further mm. from you uh -oh. or from me? Oh, oh man! <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. You're my favorite. So, <laughs> favorite right. Hugh. You. That's right. <laughs> he's been he's been here since the beginning. Yes. I think he was with the with us in the clubhouse back when clubhouse oh, yeah. was a thing. He was in my top eight three months ago. My, my MySpace page. <laughs> back right next, to, right next to Tom. Yeah, Tom, Tom, and, Tom and Hugh. Tom and Hugh nice. was the name of my next uh, band. <laughs> Speaking right, of boy yeah. bands, oh wait, no, we're not talking about. That. No, we're not going on that path. <laughs> All right, so you can check us out here if you want to wait, listen to you? the rest of the stuff. <laughs> um. All right, so quick, real quick, man. What do we got going on? We got, um, there's a few things. One is in the EU, in the EU, they're, uh, oh, man, in the EU, Hugh, they've yeah. got um, new, <laughs> they're trying to pass new laws in packaging and uh, basically, it basically, not even packaging, just in general, like all sustainability claims need to come with um, Proof. testing and proof you know like you have to show anytime you say something is recyclable or it's biodegradable like anything that you mention in there that has any type of sustainability claim yep. you got to have the proof behind it which it's pretty it's pretty i don't know it's pretty bold yeah it's a big move i agree with it yeah no it's, it's how it should be no more we're gonna be sustainable someday i promise yeah you know, that's uh, let's let's show the numbers. Let's show the proof. I, I was talking to Laura Foti from Specrite the other day, and mm -hmm. this is the future. This is this is how we report these numbers. Uh, we show evidence. It's yeah. almost, it almost feels like we're we're going back to uh, when I was in elementary school. Remember, mm -hmm. and your teachers would just get after you, like show your work. Yeah, yeah, and right. And oh, but so the answer is right there. I got yeah, it. But, yeah, but but I said but I said it's sustainable. It's like, well, right. show show your work. Yeah. It's like that's all we're asking is I mean, I was at uh apologies for the slap happiness this morning, but I did get <laughs> home approximately seven hours ago and uh unpacked and fell asleep and woke up and got coffee and now I'm here. 
Uh, so I was either really tired or what you're getting today. Uh, <laughs> but I was in, I was in um, Atlanta and I saw a rapper for a straw. Mm. Um, and it was ludicrous. That was. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but it was because it said. That was perfect. I can't I didn't it. write that down. I'm except, that. Except, except nobody, except nobody heard our conversation beforehand where you went to go see <laughs> New no, Kids on the Block. Rapper, and, a and rapper like, in Atlanta that's ludicrous. Uh, all, right, all right. I was like, this this thing needs to be outcast into that Detroit <laughs> traffic <laughs> there, going through the Andre 3000 or something. Uh, oh, so it said uh, 100%, 100% upcycled biodegradable. That's mm. all it said. And I'm like, how? Show me how. Yeah. What? What does that mean? There's no brand name on. There. There's no way to check it. It's just on yeah, the straw wrapper. Like I'm like, yeah. but what do you mean? What? What's it upcycled out of? What? What happens if it biodegrades? It, it, like, right. I I just think that there we we can use some governmental clarity. The thing that is always concerning to me when it's like, okay, we're gonna have a big, we're gonna have the government come in and say this is what you have to do. Yeah. It it can tend to slow innovation because if you've ever worked with, you know, at least the U.S. federal government, I don't know if the EU is the same, but let's just assume yeah. it's similar. It can be tough to say, yeah, we proved it. And it's like, OK, well, it's going to have to go through eight months of, you know, just different approvals and things like that. It's like, OK, so on the one hand, we need it. I don't have a better solution, but I just know that stuff tends to get really bogged down in bureaucracy because right. politicians yeah. are actually called bureaucrats. So that would yeah. be my only concern is like, okay. it's a good point. Just going to slow point. it down. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Amy's asking if it's PP, uh, PBWR. Yeah. It's, it's getting nuts. Um, evidence data. Now you're Ryan. talking right for Ryan. Ryan, but here's the thing. Who's responsible is it the brand? Is it the mm -hmm. manufacturer? Is it the material supplier? Right? Like in terms of showing the work, yeah. do you have to show an LCA? Do you have to show something that's comparative in terms of previous, right? If you say something is more sustainable than it was before, right? Right. Then do you have to show previous and current LCAs to compare the two? Like what, um, yeah. You know, and, and that's, you know, that costs money. It's like one more bill that has to get passed on to somebody, you know, who's paying for that. I think there'll be a lot of blank packaging. There won't, you know, you won't have, you're not going to make claims on it for a while because people are scared. Their, their extended producer responsibility is causing a mm -hmm. lot of fear in the industry saying, people are saying, oh, if I say this is recycled or recyclable, uh, will that be legitimate in the next six months or a year? Yeah. Am I going to have to redo my packaging again? Uh, yeah. Very, very frustrating. No, for sure. And, and, and John's right. You know, it's, um, John posts on here that my, it's mind boggling something like this that showing the proof isn't required. Um, yeah. no, I said John. Yeah. It, it, it really shouldn't blow our minds that we have to show the work. Yeah. The, the question is like, who's going to pay for that? Right. And who's going to be responsible. And then who, the customer eventually. Yeah. That, Unfortunately, yeah, that's the problem, right? It's like yeah. somebody has to, and yeah. think of all of the packaging that you produce. Think of, you know, everything you're seeing, um, that's going to be on 
if we go all the way back to like just even tertiary packaging, right? A sh- shrink wrap, right? If you've got mm-hmm. like pallets, you know, anything that's labeled recyclable, anything that's re- labeled, uh, you know, whatever kind of labeling you've got, like MasterCard, like just all the way back. And that's going to be a bill that the brand is going to have to pass on to the consumer. Yeah. And that's the, that's cool the unfortunate th- part. I think the good news is that a lot of sustainable packaging is actually a cost savings. Things mm-hmm. like down gauging stretch film and using high PCR, uh, high performance stretch film will actually reduce your costs and improve your sustainability. Uh, moving to scotch cushion lock instead of plastic bubble. Th- these kinds of things are going to save you space. They're going to lower your your freight bills. It's it's fascinating what can be done. Okay, you know, so so let's in say some you, of these situations. All right, but let's say you you down gauge your stretch wrap, mm-hmm. right? And you're as a brand, you want to you know you want to use all of this stuff as, in marketing as well, right? Like this is something that we're being more sustainable by. We've down gauged our stretch wrap. Okay, mm-hmm. well. Now you've got to show an LCA comparing your previous stretch wrap to this one, right? Yeah. It's it's thinner, it's lighter, uses less material, but are they having to wrap it more in order to mm-hmm. support the amount of weight that you're that you're shipping and your pallets to keep them upright in the trucks? And you know, like like you're gonna have to show that work to make that claim. You can't just change it. And from a marketing perspective, you're not gonna wanna just, oh, we made a change, we're not gonna talk about it. Right? Oh, or if you I- go to a cushion lock. Yeah. Right, like you're gonna have to do that LCA of okay, now we're going to a fiber-based product versus a plastic. Is it the waste that's being produced? Is that what's making it more sustainable, or is it the fact that this is coming from a, uh, you know, from trees? It's you know recyclable versus a plastic that still has recyclability claims, but you know, is a much lighter product to ship back and forth and store and you know, et cetera. Yeah. It's like, I'll give where you does example. it stop? So, and I think this is where people rightly try to understand where is the energy coming from to get these things passed, right? Because the problem with sustainability is that it's so ambiguous, you know, Mm -hmm. so for example, there's, there's a great company called Vita5 and they stopped putting their gummy vitamins in, um, in rigid bottles with a label and a cap and they Mm -hmm. put it into a stand up pouch um and you know they said we're using 92 percent less plastic it's like that's true right and and they're doing they're doing great work right it's absolutely true um and that but it's it's a foil barrier stand-up pouch that has no end life so it's like okay is is it more sustainable probably but if if the energy for the bill and the energy is coming from uh, uh an industry you know let's say it's you know, quote, big plastics or like big paper or whatever it yeah. is, like you just have to be really careful as to where the energy is coming from, because anybody can really say, well, this particular solution is definitely more sustainable than the other one if they have a vested interest in it. And right. that's where I think that the skeptics come in like, yeah, but who's who's the one pushing for this? Right. Um, yeah. And that that's the thing that we just have to be really careful of. Yeah, no, and I think, you know, um, we can't tell who this is. It says LinkedIn user, but they're asking, is there going to be now Maybe a new name? Why are you judging? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Sorry. Hello, um, LinkedIn. Um, but yeah, like, is there going to be another stamp on packaging? And 
I don't know, I'm doing I'm doing packaging, like global packaging, where brands just don't want, don't want to produce packaging for Europe and packaging for Asia, and right. you know, they don't want to split this up. They just want to do packaging where they can get a bigger buy. And the number of stamps and icons and text that has to go on the bottom of these things is insane. Um, you know, you've got your U.S. stuff, you've got like your FSC stuff, you've got your um, I don't know, like uh, you got your Trimen logo and icon, which is like two separate components for for France. You've got, um, you know, Portugal has like their own. It is insane. And um, it's like just one more icon. And pretty much what happens is the more that you draw attention to this with having all these different icons, the less people care. Right. It's kind of like when you see those yeah. um, TV commercials for for medication, right? Like those big pharma commercials. And they're like, oh, and it, you know, if if it was just like you take this, there's a ninety percent chance you're going to die of a heart attack. People are are less likely to take it, right? But when they're yeah. when they just flood it with everything, oh, you're going to have itchy foot, you're going to have you know loose <laughs> loose stools, you're going to have this, and they just like load up with so much stuff that you just tune out, and yeah. you're like, oh, but it's going to make me, you know, my teeth white or whatever. <laughs> you're right, and people don't know what the symbols mean. We've done they've done studies that. People don't know what FSC certified symbol is. They're not right. looking at that. They don't understand it. Yes, we, the three of us, mm -hmm. and most of the people watching this show or listening, understand what that means. But the thousands of them, dozens at least, the, <laughs> the consumers don't get it, and yeah. and and they shouldn't have to know. Uh, but there's some, something about the perception of sustainability that's like we talked about. I think it was last week or two weeks ago where. Uh, a shampoo, a plastic shampoo bottle that's in a chipboard box seems more sustainable mm -hmm. than just a, ch a shampoo bottle on its own, which is yeah. totally ridiculous because it's more packaging. No, it is. It is. It's, it's a ton. And if, uh, you yeah. buy, if you want to buy the chipboard box or a shampoo bottle, you can contact <laughs> me and the team at Myers.com. We're happy to uh, supply that right. and the label for color matching purposes and right. your, your sustainable printing option. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I agree with you on this. Yeah, 100%. I think there's just so much on there. It's like, it's like the quote from the uh, the Incredibles, you know, when when everyone is special, then no one is. It's like when everything is sustainable and everyone's yeah. putting marks and claims on everything, then it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was right. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, right. <laughs> yes. Uh, question here from Dustin. You know, we've gotten rid of plastic bags out of big cities, and we can't. You know, why can't we do the same but get Amazon and Walmart to lead? Yeah, I'd say they are. I'd say Walmart and Amazon are leading with their innovations. Uh, it's pretty incredible what they're doing in sustainability. Their Walmart scorecard started the sustainability movement, in my opinion, in a in a big way. It changed everything we had to do as packaging professionals. Mm -hmm. uh, we had to look at things. Uh, all of a sudden, the things that we were talking about being mm -hmm. more green or environmentally friendly. Uh, were actually uh, customers were interested in that because they wanted a better scorecard. So it's it's happening. Yeah, yeah, I agree. There was it the Gigaton project that Walmart is. I think so. Continuing to roll out. Um, yeah, I mean, big. And you know, to be fair, when I think Dustin asked, is there is there a an organization large enough to get Walmart and Amazon to do it? It's like yes, it's the federal government is. Yeah, <laughs> they receive. Yeah. 
you know, I mean, Walmart and Amazon are, are billion dollar companies and they receive in trillions of dollars in terms of, you know, taxes and they have, they have trillions of dollars. They have, they're bigger than Walmart and Amazon. So yes, they can do that. Right. Yeah. I, I just see, you know, part of this, <clears throat> there's a group called together for sustainable packaging. That's kind of asking that this, um, European initiative to have claims and push for, um, sustainable packaging that they're actually asking them to, to just slow down. Right. And part of it is because people are now moving into more reusable packaging and with reusability comes the requirement to wash everything. Right. So mm -hmm. if we look at like McDonald's, uh, you know, in Europe where they're, they were testing the reusable, you know, the, the plat, the, the reusable plastic, uh, silicone. Yeah. The silicone, yeah. The yep. silicone, French fries, silicone, you know, big Mac, like all this stuff that can be reused. You've got to wash it. And all across Europe, they're having droughts. You know, Spain's been in a terrible drought. You know, France is in the middle of, of a drought. Like you're asking people to move away from something that currently works. And yeah, it has its own issues and into something that's going to possibly create another problem. And that's what happens all of the time is you put in legislation without knowing or even considering everything that happens after the fact because you just want to push for something that's you know more sustainable but but is it yeah show me the proof that's yeah. the that's the, the story here i think we also know that the uh new grimace shakes <laughs> are uh helping with climate change because they're killing humans off at a rapid rate uh, yes right. Yeah, hundred percent. So, yeah, thank you, TikTok. Yeah, I, uh, I helped my nephew make <laughs> a grimace shake video this weekend. <laughs> Too funny. Um, yeah, I but, see stuff uh, like this, and it's like, oh, come on. Yeah, you know? but yeah. So, so uh, Simo is saying that you know, paper production takes forty times more energy than plastic. Uh, in a lot of cases, you know, plastic does require less energy than than paper. Right? It, it's a lot easier to produce. Um, in some cases, it's lighter to mm -hmm. ship. There's a lot of benefit there. The problem is that there's no end, you know, there's no end life. There's nowhere that this is going. Right. And that's, you know, that's the issue. It's like, oh, well, there's Paul. Also, Matt came, Matt came through with the, uh, uh, the, the hip hop themed uh, comment. Appreciate that. Oh, yes. nice. Well done, Matt. <laughs> yeah. It's um, a lot of rap. I enjoy Chris it. And future. That's right. Yeah. So we got Paul, Paul coming in. Urban water hey, cycle for pack washing is not the same as irrigation for agriculture. The water comes back. All of it. Um, yeah. So, all right. So the two separate things, right? One is, is water for agri agriculture, um, which is, which can be, you know, gray water. Mm -hmm. um, they do that in California where it's, you know, a lot of, a lot of gray water is used for, from a well not, or something. Yeah. No, it's like, it's been processed, right? Okay. It's sewage that's been processed, but it's not, it's not potable, right? So you can't drink it, but it's, um, it's used to water lawns and, you know, like the sides of the freeway and, but it's not used to water like food, like food. crops. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that, you know, I think that that's, it's different. I definitely don't. I want. To, I don't want to buy my fries in a pack that's been washed in yeah. crummy, crummy water. Yeah, that sounds kind of gross. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, that water can be, you know, cycled and it just takes an infrastructure that I don't, I don't believe is hundred um, percent there, but Paul, let me know, you know, would love to learn more because uh, so Paul's the man. Is yeah. this similar to maybe like I'll be a uh, shameless plug. I'll be in Las Vegas for Cosmoprof this week. Um, so if anyone's going to be there, let's connect up um, heading down tomorrow morning. Um, but in Las Vegas, I know that as they're, they've been, they've been a great example of water use, right? Where the population has grown, but the amount of water that they're using has actually decreased, not just like per capita. I don't believe, correct me if I'm wrong, not just per capita, it's decreased, but the overall water usage in Vegas has decreased because of certain, you know, xeriscaping and some other agricultural water. But the urban water that Paul's talking about is reused over and over. They've got a really great capture system for it. So it's enabled this desert community to actually not be struggling as much as my desert community, your desert community, yeah. <laughs> um, because of how they built out the infrastructure for their water. That's getting into an area of sustainability that I admittedly I've read yeah. about and I don't know much more than that, but I'd like to, I'd like to learn more. If you're a water use expert, reach out. I'd love to have you on the show. Yeah. Paul, Paul uh, is letting us know here that when you wash the packs, it goes back. So the water plant, it comes back to you 100% purified. Um, yeah, I just know there are people in Spain that can't fill their pools. Um, oh. right. <laughs> so, oh, I don't know how they're dealing with it. Yeah, that's right. And it's hot. Um, all right, but question from Ryan Fox here. And we're, we're getting along on this, but um, this is a good topic. I think this is, this is pretty interesting. All these legislations that are changing and, and how it impacts everybody. But how, does it, how do you make a decision between lower greenhouse gases versus circularity and landfill diversion, right? And that's, again, the challenge. So when you're Great claiming question, sustainability, right? right yeah. Back to what, you know, what Adam said, it was, it's so nuanced in terms of what sustainability means. Right. So what's your, what's I your claim? I, I would say, again, you have to go look at the data. Um, you know, I keep going back to this, this stat that, food waste is the third largest contributor to greenhouse gases in the, in the world, right next to the U S and China. Mm -hmm. Um, and so if, if your packaging is contributing to, if you're a food company and your packaging is contributing to more food waste, then that's, then that's bad packaging, right? It has to actually protect the product there. So you have to be making decisions in not just in, towards one angle of like our packaging has to be recyclable or our packaging has to be reusable or our packaging has Mm -hmm. to be compostable or whatever it is. It's like, no, it has to, it it has to do its job. And then beyond that, you have to look at things like, you know, what, what if it ends up not in a landfill or not in a recycling plant, what happens to it when it's in the water? That's a, that's an important conversation to have. Mm -hmm. Is it more important than greenhouse gas emissions? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, but I do know that we have a job to do as packaging professionals, which is to make sure that we're not creating waste. It's, we're not creating more shipments of products back because stuff's getting broken or yeah. pallets are getting degraded and falling over in trucks because we yeah. down our stretch film to your point of value. So yeah. we do have to really stay focused on that, um, and push for innovations to make that better. I think that's our biggest win. That's my personal take on it. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're definitely not going to solve it today. Um, no, we will. Let's. No. 
I'm staying on. I'm, Adam staying and I are going to stay on. We're staying on until yeah. we solve this. Does anyone, everyone have a hard stop at 9? Uh, <laughs> 9 p.m. Um, no, I think it, it, it's definitely, it's just a, it's, there's not enough clarity around, around this. I think it goes back to the team over at Together for Sustainable Packaging that's trying to slow this down. Um, you know, we, we just don't, you don't quite know exactly what it is that you're targeting. Yeah, you, you can, you can do an LCA, but like Ryan says, it's like, is it greenhouse gases? Is it recyclability? Like, like what is it exactly that makes something more sustainable than something else? And if you've got one claim that this is more sustainable because it reduces greenhouse gases, but maybe it doesn't, you know, maybe that incorporates plastic and it doesn't get recycled. Yeah. Is that more sustainable than it was before? Right. Like, and is using higher PCR of the solution and is using recyclable things, the solution and it's using refillable. It's, there's so yeah. many questions and we, you know, we got to work on this together as a yeah. team and, yeah. and help each other solve these problems uh, as a community. That's, that's what we're, this is all about. We've got 99 yeah. problems and sustainability is one. Hey, that's Andrew. Our, we got this huge one from Andrew. Oh yeah. It's covering Adam. Adam looks like sustainability packaging podcast logo over there, <laughs> but um, yeah. So <laughs> the PPWR has a lot of elements to consider. The November draft proposes to ban all single-use packaging for fresh fruit with and veg, that potentially can create some uh, food waste, with a few exceptions: mandatory ten percent recycled content, food contact material by twenty thirty. So, recycled content in food contact material—that's a challenge because it has to be food contact in the first place. Right. It can't mm -hmm. be mixed um, in order to do that, in order to be food contact once again. That's a challenge. Um, it's the same with cosmetics. Um, 2030 bans on not recyclable packaging, mandatory packaging minimization, including bottle weights, man mandate 10% reusable containers uh, for beverages by 2020. There's a ton of it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so much in... Thank you, Andrew. Um, PPWR, mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you, Andrew. Again, it, it can change the industry... For the better if we all kind of aim in that direction or it can just become a bigger confusing hodgepodge of stuff mm -hmm. like what we kind of have now can i address lily's uh comment here the last one yeah. i think this this really to me kind of nails it and it, it it's she's absolutely right i mean that's yeah. well said, Lily. how are we gonna are we gonna approach smaller carbon footprint renewables or recycling and the thing is that perfection is always going to be the enemy of progress. And so eventually you have to make a decision as a brand and go for it. And it's up to us as packaging professionals, I think, to be fairly agnostic and to help people go down the path, whatever it is. And, you know, like it, like Myers manufactures packaging, very specific packaging. And it's incumbent on people who work for a manufacturer to be open to saying, it's not our solution. We're not the right person for what you're trying to accomplish. And we want to help you and applaud you and what you're trying to accomplish. You want to go contact, you know, Corey over at mm -hmm. Landsberg. They can help you out. You want to go contact yeah. Jonathan Quinn. Like you want to go contact these people. You want to contact Avelio. Do yeah. not contact Avelio <laughs> under any circumstances. Uh, it's, it's never, <laughs> no, uh, I was going to get to you, Avelio. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you want, you want to go contact these other people. And it's important for yeah. this network to be willing to do that, not right. because we're getting something on the back end, but just because we have to all be helping 
each other out and not fighting with a brand who says like we want to have renewable packaging it's like mm-hmm. well you don't want to do that you really want to be in recyclable packaging have i showed you our recyclable thing it's like well how do you know that that's where they want to be it's okay right. for them to want to go down the path of renewable or biodegradable or compostable like everything doesn't have to be a fight i don't think i think it's important for us to help brands achieve their goals and then educate them on on maybe some alternatives for sure but right it's okay. It's okay that you don't always get the sale. It's okay that you don't always get the thing. Like, right. why don't we just be helpers? That's my, yeah. the more Solve the problem. Know. Yeah. That's right. The more, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right. We're going to leave it. We're going to leave it with that. Everybody. This was great. Keep the conversation going in the comments. We'll be checking in and answering. Um, thanks so much for joining us this morning. There was, um, I don't know. This is pretty. This is this is pretty heated. I, I really lively. Yeah, Thank you all. Great. Appreciate Thank it. you guys so much. Um, all right, that's it. We'll see you guys next Monday. Live from Studio Three. This is Packaging Today with Emilio Matos.